Today, hope is needed more than ever. And the good news of Easter is that hope is a lie. We invite you to gather with us this Easter at Mariners to celebrate Jesus' victory over death and his invitation to new life. Invite your friends and neighbors and join us at one of our many in-person Easter services. We have gatherings for every comfort level throughout Orange County. Not ready for physical gatherings? Tune into Mariner's Easter service online. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Visit marinerschurch.org for all our service times and locations. Happy Easter! Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There's unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs 16, verse 2. It says this, All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Now, the theme these last few days has been about understanding the human heart. And apparently, we aren't the best evaluators of our own hearts. It says, all a person's ways seem pure to them. Now, the word pure has references to things used in the tabernacle and the temple rituals in the Old Testament. But it's also used in the wisdom literature to entail ethical purity. In other words, behavior that's in alignment with God's will for humanity. And it's like how we tend to evaluate our goodness in comparison to someone else we think is worse than us, right? I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. When, when we think about those historical evil people throughout history, those are the people we tend to compare ourselves to when we're evaluating our own goodness. You know, it's always like it's compared to Hitler or some serial killer, right? The word used here, though, weighed, can also be translated measured as if by a standard. So I think it's really common today for many people to think of truth as just a matter of opinion. Like, hey, what's true for you? That's great. That's not true for me. But truth isn't an opinion. And God's word right here talks about how that word measured actually implies that there is a standard where the human heart, the motives of the human heart, are being evaluated. So what's the writer saying? God is the only one who can judge our motives correctly. The word translated motives in the NIV is translated spirit in the ESV. It's also translated heart elsewhere. But here's the point. It's the dynamic inner life of the person. That's what we've been talking about these last couple weeks. And for us to understand our heart better is going to allow us to walk the path of wisdom better. Now, no matter what we think about our choices and behaviors and how good they are, the standard is set by the one who can actually measure our motives. So that's why Keller thinks this has huge implications for us, and it does. He says, you don't know yourself unless you know that your motives are never pure and that they always seem better to you than they do to the Lord who weighs them. Now, I'm so grateful for this verse because it tells me, yes, that God obviously cares about our actions, but he also doesn't want us putting on a facade to look good on the outside. It's not all about appearances or keeping up appearances. And I think there's a lot of people in our lives, even some of us listening that think it's about putting on a show. It's not. 
God cares more about our heart than we realize. God cares about our heart being shaped by our actions. That's what we've talked about the last couple of days. But it's also about our heart being humbled before God. Uh, I was just watching uh, this great movie a couple days ago. You've probably heard of it. It's called Wonder Woman. This is the first one, not the second one. And I was watching it with my 12-year-old daughter the other day. And there's a funny scene in that movie where the male hero, who eventually becomes Wonder Woman's love interest, is trying to explain to her that he's not just an average representation of a male. Uh, we see him muttering under his breath that since you know he's a spy, he is unique in his vigor. And uh, when she pushes him about others of his kind, he says, okay, look, I'm above average, all right? I mean, this isn't just a funny line in the movie. Statistically, I've read that when asked, the average person actually considers themselves above average. So we all have this propensity to think a little bit higher of ourselves than we really are. So to be wise means not trusting your heart without God. Since he's the only one who can see our true intentions, we should not be overly impulsive in our judgments of ourselves or others. We should be quick to run to God in prayer, trusting in what God says about us rather than ourselves. And I like how Keller says this prevents us from making two different errors. Maybe you found yourself falling into these one of two camps as well. I know I have. He says, on the one hand, and he quotes 1 Corinthians 4, 4, my conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. He says, we can be too easy on ourselves. We can rationalize our behaviors and ways of thinking that make us really the hero or better than another person. Basically, it's pride in action, right? But then there's the other side where our hearts can be too hard on us. There's some of us listening right now, we kind of fall into that camp. And in 1 John verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 20, it says, If our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. See, some of us find it pretty easy to, to look at different ways in which we're not measuring up to some standards that we've put up for ourselves. And this isn't helpful either. So this is why Keller says, for us to live with wisdom, we must now follow the gospel instead of our feelings. We can't trust our hearts. We can either overestimate ourselves in our own eyes, or we can condemn ourselves in a way that doesn't reflect God's loving creation in us. We are made in the image of God. Now, sin taints us, but God loves us so much that he sends Christ to die for us. We are loved for Christ's sake, not because our hearts are perfect or our lives are perfect. They never will be. But we can rest in the fact that although our hearts are impure, Although our hearts have a tendency to be deceived, with Christ, we get a new heart. And by his grace, we become more like him as we follow him. Now, for me, I, I read this and I see how even as a follower of Jesus, I can still bounce back and forth between these two errors Keller talks about. You know, I can find myself delighting in accomplishments that can stroke my ego rather than make me feel grateful. I can at times hold myself to unrealistic standards in how I parent or perform at work or, and suddenly I find myself condemning myself. Neither is what God intends for me. The beauty of Proverbs 16 verse 2 is it reminds me that my heart is unruly 
And even though it is new in Christ, I have old habits that need to be broken. I have new ways of learning to live in gratitude and humility and dependence to Jesus. So how about you? Into which of these two mistakes are you more likely to fall? What would it look like to confess that to Jesus today? To find comfort in his love and forgiveness, or even to find a helpful rebuke as a gift to grow? So consider this, where in your life do you tend to disbelieve the gospel is for you? Where in your life do you tend to believe that God's gracious gift of his son Jesus is actually for you? Like Keller says, maybe you're more like the overscrupulous conscience, nitpicking away at your own failings all the while, forgetting or acting like Christ didn't die for you. Or maybe you're more like the numb conscience, living like you're better than you really are, or by your own ethical standards. All the while, all the, while the Apostle Paul says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And yes, Christ died for you too. Which one do you tend to fall into? Let's pray together. Lord, I admit that my heart is unruly at times, and yet you have given me a new heart in Christ. Thank you, Lord, for dying and rising so I may live this new life with you. Would you help me to walk in wisdom knowing that you alone are the standard and you alone see my heart as it really is? Thank you for your mercy and grace to keep bringing my heart to you so you can lead me by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.